I go back to my cell with my head pounding after hours in the harsh light. The light in my cell is duller, less antiseptic, and there's a kind of comfort in that. I sit on the edge of my bed, waiting for the darkness to swallow me up, waiting for real relief. Relief that never comes. The lights stay stubbornly on for hours, deep into what my internal clock says is the time I usually sleep. Growling something uncomplimentary under my breath, I hide under the blankets and put the pillow over my head, trying to block out the light so I can get some godsdamned sleep. It's uncomfortable for other reasons. Breathing is tricky under layers of cloth, but at least my eyes get some relief. Hush, little Sammy, don't say a word. Father's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing, he's gonna drown it for everything. Quiet little Sammy, rest your head. Your peace will come when he is dead. If that man misbehaves, you can walk him to the waves. I await you from far, far away. Sammy, come home to Yonthalay. And sleep comes in spite of everything. When I wake up, I feel refreshed and whole for the first time since being here. I've actually gotten a good night's sleep. I'd forgotten how much energy I usually have after sleeping well. I can feel the levels of exhaustion sloughing off, leaving me energized for whatever was to come. Rowan, your sleep schedule no longer is dictated by the light-dark cycles. While they continue to cycle through, each cycle a different length, you are able to ignore them and sleep when you choose to. On the eighth morning, the rapping on the door begins. I've been awake for a while already. My face is washed and I'm fully dressed, with a makeshift knife in my pocket. I stand and walk over to the door, slipping my hands into my pockets as I call, I'm ready. The interrogation room is once again bathed in red light. It is sharper than before, but less than the bright light that cut into your soul. The G-Man is standing as usual with a donut in hand, matching the coffee and donut in your normal spot. Good morning. I greet him, sitting in the uncomfortable metal chair. In spite of the more comfortable light, I leave my glasses on. I can feel energy zinging through my veins after the excellent sleep I've been getting. I glance down at the donut and blink a few times. A Boston cream donut. Good lord. He's really working to get under my skin, isn't he? I tear a piece off and meet his eyes as I stick it in my mouth deliberately. Morning. Yes. Good morning, Special Agent. Now, where did we leave off? Ah, yes. The crude humor of juvenile crassness. Please tell me more about your operation. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left our agents, they were in the basement of a home that still had all of its power in Bonner's Ferry, and it was quite warm down there. It was a oddity amongst the rest of the houses around. And downstairs, they came across a horrid sight. A woman that was bloated beyond their own imagination. And then a single bullet caused her to explode 
all over our agents, covering them in a nasty mustard-colored goo. The agents are looking down at the poor woman, or what remains of her, and they see a little bit of movement in her abdomen area as something attempts to crawl out of the woman. It tears at what seems like an amniotic cowl, and then it finally breaks through and you see two small hands, and it makes a gurgled breath and then falls flat motionless. I shoot it. Before I see the hands moving, I shoot it. The shot rings out, and there is a, another splash and splatter as the monster creature from within lies dead. It looks as though that it is an immature specimen. I'm still looking for a club. You're able to find a... You find a mannequin arm. You find a bowling pin, and you find that there's wrenches and tools. Yes, I will take the bowling pin. So you've now got a bowling pin in one hand, all right? After wiping the goo away from my face, I'm going to make sure I haven't swallowed any and just kind of, everyone okay? Anyone getting in their eyes? Anyone swallow anything? No, I'm covered with this stuff. But I'm more worried about that thing. I didn't swallow any. It's not in my eyes. I fucking hate this. I'm cold. I'm not okay. All right, so we can deal with some of this. I think as long as we didn't swallow any, I was worried that we don't know anything about this stuff. We don't know how it spreads. We don't know anything like this. It's one thing I can don't have to worry about is it didn't get inside. Whatever this goo stuff is, if it's contagious, it didn't get inside us. That's one less thing we have to worry about. Exactly. I'm actually going to look around to see if there is a bathroom down here in the basement anywhere. There is not. There is a work sink here, but you can tell that the pipes have been shut off to it. There are steps that lead upward, though at the other side of the basement, clear across the building. All right, I'll find like a piece of cloth or something that was in a drawer or whatever, wipe as much off my face and clothes as I can. Well, my snow gear. It's pretty dark down here, but it's lighter up top, right? Yes, you can see some light coming in from the hallway. Um, you all have flashlights illuminating the area. Yeah, and I have my glasses off at the moment because it's dim enough to get away with that. Mm -hmm but I'll put them back on as I look over at the stairs. Assuming anyone is conscious or of a right mind around here, they will have heard the gunshots. So we need to go and deal with whatever's going on now. So you mean the chick who's live streaming, fucking and impregnating the dude with the mustard shit? Yes, that. Right, we need to find the power switch in down here and shut that off. I'll look around. Go ahead and give me a alertness roll. 42 out of 43. All right, sounds good. Probably would have been better for a search roll, but I'm okay with the alertness roll. You're able to see that. My search is 44, so I made them both. <laughs> you do find the main breaker. As you head over to the main breaker, because it's clear across the room, underneath the stairs, there is the sound of bass-heavy music above. Okay, once I find it, I will kind of look to uh, Rooster and like, now is that a good i look at rowan and go now is this a good i shut it off <laughs> <laughs> rowan just rolls her eyes at, at her guys just like oh, okay yes we're doing this yes turn it off thank you you pull the switch and you hear the click click of the electricity shutting off and the music upstairs stops it's still oppressively warm in here the heat actually comes from a oil furnace, so it's still going to keep heat because it's not based off of electric. I think we were more worried about the internet. 
We were worried about the internet, but also the constant that we have seen throughout is that wherever these things are, they like heat. Well, the first one I ran into was in Brazil. Maybe it's a tropical something or other? Seems likely. So, um... The longer we dither about this, the more this is going to spread. Let's go. Look at Rowan. Rules of engagement. If you see one of those things coming at you, shoot it. If someone comes at you naked and trying to impregnate you with this thing, try not to shoot them if you can avoid it. But we're running out of options. Because I don't know how to get rid of these things without killing the people involved. Last time I checked, I couldn't be impregnated, at least the normal way, but I'm okay with shooting it. This is not the normal way. Skip had these things coming out of his throat. You're every bit as susceptible as I am, buddy. It was literally this close to getting me, so just proceed with caution. If we can save these people, I'd like to try to, but we have to do what we have to do. God damn it, I was supposed to be in a B&B in Napa right now. Let's go. And I'll take point. Rowan gives the back of his head a very confused expression for a moment before shaking her head and moving on. You head to the top of the stairs and there is a wooden door on your right that leads into the house proper. Um, The house was built mid-1900s, so it has the strong middle, middle America kind of feel to it. In this area, there are boots, there are coats hanging, there is an area for recycled bags to give you a a sense of what this little landing is for. And the door itself is closed, and it does open into you. Is it locked? It is not locked. I'm going to make sure the rest are stacked up behind me, and then open the door immediately, checking corners. It opens up into a good-sized kitchen. The lights are off. It's kind of dark in here. There are some things that are still casting a little bit of light. Most notably is a fish tank, though the fish tank seems to be tinged a little red, sitting on the, the kitchen bar. And that's all that you see up here in the darkness. As you scan the room a little bit more, you do see that there are a few easels that are up with paintings over them, but it looks like drop cloths have been thrown over each of the easels. It does look as though that the kitchen and dining room um, have been cleared out for the most part. The table has been pushed against the wall. The chairs are pushed up against the wall. The house is a little bit messy, but not overly so. Look for clues later. Let's find the people. I want to do a quick search of the ground floor before we head upstairs, because if I remember correctly, we saw light upstairs, Mm -hmm. but I do want to search the downstairs first, make sure we're not going to get flanked before we head up. That is fair. I'm actually going to give you a handout of the floor. Yeah, I want to at least check the living room den in that bedroom before we head upstairs. I just want to make sure we're not getting flanked. I will take my glasses back off, recognizing that it's dark enough that I'm in good shape here, and have my gun in my hand stay by the stairs leading upstairs, and wait for Rooster to finish clearing. So as you cross over the main door, there is a foyer, and there are steps that do switch back that go upstairs, and there is a bathroom not far from, you know, right there in the foyer. Now. There are some pieces of art against that main wall opposite the foyer. There are some blood smears that are streaked across the wallpaper. The art itself is, if you take a moment to look at it, you notice that the art is 
near erotic in nature or in at least inspiration. A lot of it is very abstract, very passion-driven, very uh, stream of conscious. A lot of it finger paint, some knife, putty knife, and whatnot. The den also has the same situation, and there is a bedroom door off into the back itself, uh, the back of the house itself. It is closed. If I can't find anyone downstairs, we can investigate the art later, but we have at least one cedar breeder, mustard fucker, whatever they're called, upstairs, and a victim. So as long as I know there's no one downstairs, I want to head up. Didn't you say there was one more room we hadn't checked yet? Yes. The bedroom? Yeah, the bedroom. If we haven't checked that, I'm going to motion everyone to stack up behind me. So we're ready to check this bedroom. I'll cover him. I'll kind of stand back so I can keep an eye on Rowan by the stairs and Rooster and River by the bedroom. Yeah, I'm still over by the stairs with my gun in my hands, watching to make sure that no one comes down the stairs to find us there. Rooster, you open the door, and this room is in disarray. This is a bedroom. And it's not disarray as someone just being sloppy. The dresser has been turned on its side. Some of the drawers are kind of open and cracked, and there's clothes everywhere. There's also blood on the floor and the walls. And you even glance up, and you notice that there are some handprints on the ceiling. All right, someone's into kinky shit, but is there anyone in here or anything in here? No. We'll deal with it later. We've got active ones upstairs. As you scan past, you see on the opposite wall of the door that you come in, there is a desk and you see a flag folded in a triangle in a wooden case. And you see graduation paperwork from the National Guard. I'm going to note that to investigate later, but we have active hostiles upstairs. Right now, this circuit is just to make sure there's no one down here. All right and go back to meet up with Rowan and go upstairs. You gather back up, there's no one down here. As you all start to gather to maybe venture upstairs, you hear someone walking above, the actual floor itself creaking. Does it sound like the kind of movement that we heard when Skip was walking around, that kind of weird zombie-like shamble, or does it sound like an actual cognizant person? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I'll look at Rooster and then look up the stairs and just like raise an eyebrow in the dark. I'm gonna whisper too confirmed impregnated anyone else is questionable. And I'll nod at that. And I'll take point heading upstairs. So you make it to the landing and you turn around and as soon as you turn around you hear a door close. A door to your right. Are there any doors open that I can see? There is the door to the bathroom that is open. I'm going to point at Rowan, and then the door to the right, and then a hand up to say stay, and then point at Rory, door to the left, and a hand up to say stay, and then I'm going to go investigate the bath. You step into the bathroom area, and the light from your flashlight reflects off the mirror, and you can see that it is also streaked with blood. It looks as though that there is an area on the vanity that's been cleaned off of blood hastily or kind of haphazardly. And in the tub, you see that there are quite a few sex toys. I'll make a mental note, investigate later, move back out, and move over to Rowan because we know there's someone in there. And I'm going to look at her, make sure she's ready, gun out, and then I'm going to open the door. I'll look at him, nod back, indicate readiness, shift to cover his back. 
the door opens and you're surprised to see light in here. There are a lot of candles lit. Remind me, did we see candles in the live stream? You didn't see any candles in the live stream. The room itself is covered in blood and clothing all over the place. You see a man lying there with his head thrown back, and he looks as though that he's in the throes of ecstasy, but he's not moving. Standing next to the bed, you see an attractive woman dressed in negligee, a red number, if you will, and she's currently filing down the nails on her hand. She turns and looks, oh, hi. Is this the woman we saw in the live stream? It is. Take the shot. Go ahead and give me a roll. 93 of 93. Oh! Because <laughs> my pistol has the laser sight. Where are you aiming? Throat. Okay. You lift the barrel up just slightly, and the shot rings out, and she drops to the ground with a gurgle. Did I see anything yellow from the exit wound? No, not entirely, because she fell backwards so quickly. But as you move up, just to double check, you see that she is near decapitated and that there is a yellow mustard substance coming out of both the head cavity and the neck cavity. Glasses, check the man. Going. And I'll go over, still with my gun in my hand, pointed at the body because... Uh, uh. He's making strange noises and you could see a hand or something pressing against his inside. I'm going to shoot at whatever is pressing on him from the inside, because no thank you. Go ahead and roll. 31 of 52. It sounds like a splort. Again, he explodes into a yellow mist and mess of mustard-colored awful. As I'm taking the shot, I'll throw throw my arm over my face to try and block some of the nastiness, because... He had not been stewing as long as the lady downstairs, so he did not have as much of a buildup. Well, that's something. And I'm immediately going to turn and sweep the rest of the room, looking for any more of those things that may have gotten out. I'm, what troubles me about this is the sheer amount of blood, because I don't remember that much blood in Skip's house. It was covered in a bunch of other fluids, but not blood. So the, right. the, the blood here isn't necessarily our arterial spray. It's more of someone has bloody hands, been sliced, and they a little bit goes a long way. This is not like the house in Mustang at all, when I mean it's covered in blood. Right. This is just more of tiny cuts. Looking at the man, you could see he actually has bruises and cuts over his arms and his legs and thighs and even the bottom of his feet. So there's a phrase that goes around now and again. Uh, my, my FBI agent should be paying me for all of the things that they have to see while I'm searching. Is this the sort of thing that I would have seen in weird search histories? Yes. Great. Because what comes to my mind immediately is uh, extreme sadomasochism. Very much so. With that, as you look around the room, there are tools. There are BDSM tools and toys, as well as things that take it to the next level. You see that there are a few straight razors and a few safety razors sitting on the vanity. Rowan's eyes linger on the razors for a second before shaking her head and moving on. Do I see that? Are you paying attention more to Rowan than you are to the scene? Yes, because I know that my first target is down. Then yeah, you probably see Rowan kind of pause a little bit looking at some items and then continue to look around. Rory and River, 
In this room, as you guys kind of look around, there are more paintings on the south wall, if you will, the wall to your right. And they all are of a woman screaming with a yellow thing coming out of her throat. These are less erotic, but there is one of her riding another person of indeterminate gender. I had specifically told Rory to keep an eye out on the other door that no one came in behind us. Which room are you describing? The room on the left? The room on the right. Yeah, I don't think we we went in there yet. Oh, okay, my apologies. I, it was once I heard the two shots, I might have kind of ventured towards the room. Probably not go in, though. I'll probably just kind of... Okay. You can see that from the door. It's against the south wall. You see the artwork. You guys okay in there? I think I'm kind of staying near the top of the stairs and trying to listen for any activity elsewhere. You don't hear anything. And then you hear the sound of a ringtone as though someone just got a message coming from the other room. The one to the right? one to your left. You guys all good in here? I think so. I think so, at least at the moment. I'm not seeing any more movement in here. Okay, I think I just heard a phone or something in that other room. I think we need to check, clear that one now. Cabby, Sherlock, go. I'll go to the towards the other door, motion towards River. All right, let's check it. Let's clear this room, and then I'll open the door. The door opens. This room is dark, except for the light of a cell phone, which is on a desk to the right as soon as you enter into the room. You scan the the room with your flashlights and your weapons drawn. You see in the corner a monster just sitting there looking at you. It looks as though it's a gorilla. It stands about three and a half feet tall, about three feet wide. Its arms are huge. What do you do? I'm assuming I went to the right first and then to the left. I'm going to freeze. I don't take a shot immediately. I kind of, I wait, but I don't know what River would do. Give me an alertness roll, Rory. River, what are you doing? I'm going to aim at it, and if I see any movement, I'll shoot. It doesn't move. Give me an alertness roll as well, River. I, I fail. Yeah, 24. That's out of 52. It does not move. Does that mean you don't shoot? I do not shoot. We've got a hostile. It's not moving. I, I kind of stage whisper. Uh, Rooster, you think you better get in here? I'm going to say, hold there and quickly take a look at this closet. It's filled with clothes. Clothes and junk, nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing that opposes an immediate threat to you. Glasses stay here, and I'm going to move over to the other bedroom. Okay, I will stay put in that room, still scanning the room for anything unusual. Nothing unusual. (laughs) Nothing more unusual here. I mean, there's a lot of unusual going on here, but nothing beyond what we've already talked about. So back in the other room, Your weapons are drawn on this thing, and in the light, you realize that there's something just not right about this. It's certainly not moving, and it's seated or set on the table. Does it look like one of the monsters, the adult type? Yes. Like I said, it's about three and a half feet tall, maybe four feet tall, three and a half feet wide, muscular, has a mouth of teeth, not moving, and it's dark here. I'm going to take a bead on this thing's head and go, Sherlock, take a look at it closer. Keep that shotgun up. Yeah, I'll move forward and prod at its midsection. As you get closer, you see pieces of paper mixed with clay. This is a sculpture. It's a very scary likeness, and it looks real, but it's just a sculpture. 
what the fuck? And I'll kind of jab at it with my shotgun and try to uh, see if it breaks. It doesn't break. It's well balanced. It slides back toward the back of the table itself. You hear the sounds of vibration and then the alert of another text message come in. I'll go towards the desk and take a look at the phone. It says two new messages and it shows the preview of the messages. Tilda, party at McFillin is on. We got power. We got heat. We got booze. Next one. I see you walking. You looking hot. Okay, I'll leave the phone there for the moment. And I'll mention to the rest of the group, it sounds like there's more movement that there's another party happening soon. So I don't know if that means there's going to be people headed there infecting more people or if we caught this early enough. Check that door first. There is also a laptop here. Yeah, there's also a a, uh, a door to the closet as well. Okay, uh, I'll go check the closet. I'm going to grab the laptop. All right. It is open. Um, as soon as you grab hold of it, it does light up. I shut the case. All right, so you've got the laptop. Inside the closet, you see that there are clothes. There are a bunch of clothes on the floor in the walk-in closet. They look like club clothes, uh, scantily clad things. And you see a bunch of heels in the shoe shoe rack currently out as well. It's negative 60 degrees outside. All right, the closet's clear. Glasses were clear. I'm going to come out of the room that I was in and look at them. Anything interesting? There's way too much interesting stuff here. This... Whoever's been here has been sculpting that monster. I'll come into the room and just, like, rock back a step when I see it. Could that have been done in the last day or two? Well, I'm not much of an art person, but that looks way too detailed. Unless that was all that they were doing, but then there's all the other erotic art around the house. I don't know, I don't think so. So who is this woman, and how does she know this? Also, which woman was in that other room? Was that whose phone this is, or is that someone else? Is there still someone missing? Oh, I heard the text message come in. What? Um, it sounds like there's a party happening somewhere else with power. Another co- some comment about you look hot. So I don't know. Send me someone watching the live stream, or I don't know. Or heat related. There was a laptop in here, but is this the room where they were filming or was it the other one? Is there another This is camera? not the room that they were filming. They were they were filming in the other room. I think we need to take this laptop and any other computers. Maybe it'll tell us something. Can you get into it later if we close it? He's already closed it and put it under his arm, I think. Well, hopefully they don't know anything about InfoSec. Alright. Let's take it and get out. Probably not. So where did they say the other party was going to be? Uh, I'll look back at the phone, which is still back on the desk. And it says, the party at McFillin is on. We got electricity, we got heat, and we got booze. And I see you coming. You look hot. So maybe she left her phone here. Well, we've had two female and one male body here. Yeah, Rory, there's dead bodies in the other room. Right. Could we tell, assuming that all three bedrooms were gender normative. Could we tell what gender the occupants were? Uh, yes, the two upstairs definitely are feminine. A little bit of, you would say somebody maybe in their early 20s, probably. Considering when you look at the pictures that are on the wall up here, the pictures that are on the mirrors and the vanities, there are pictures of uh, two good-looking girls. One of them looks kind of looks like the girl that's in the other room, the one that's got her head nearly blown off. 
Does the second woman look like the bloated lady from downstairs? No. The bloated lady downstairs, well, can't really tell her age, but you think that she might be older. So we're still missing one. We're missing one. So, what would you guys like to do? I mean, I'm kind of assuming we're going to burn this place down. It is a brick building. It will probably not burn well. Are you just saying that to curb our, our pyro tendencies? No. No, I'm just providing you with enough information that you can make a educated decision on how you wish to uh, commit arson. What I will say is, I think we need to positively identify these people and make sure we've accounted for the ones in the video, but there's a whole lot of evidence in this building. I don't think we have a lot of time. If this Tilda person is walking to another place where there's a party happening, chances are very good, especially given when we heard those messages come in. She's probably infected and taking it with her. We don't have we don't have time to do our usual thorough investigation right now. We have to find out where that party is. Can we afford to let somebody else find this place? Who's going to come looking when the lights are out? They'll be looking for places with, with electricity and the lights are out. Did anyone touch anything? I think we all had gloves on. Mm-hmm. LT, we burn it or not? It's brick. It's not going to burn easily. Does anybody know what McFillin means? Did it look like it was capitalized like a proper name? All of the letters are in lowercase. I'll pull out my phone and see if I've got a signal. Give me a luck roll. I think it's my favorite bit from this mission so far is the luck roll for self-determination. It's a 44. Ooh, 44. You have signal. I'm going to search for McFillin on the local map. You do find... Actually, give me a... No, you rolled your luck well enough. You're able to find a home maybe about a mile away, and there is the McFillin household. Joseph McFillin. Got it. It's about a mile away. All right. All right, let's get moving. Looking at the map, it's a big house. Would we be able to see it looking out one of the windows if the lights are on in the house? No, the buildings around are around the same height, and there is also quite a few trees. Some of them are still standing. They did not explode. If there's a party going on, who knows how many, you know, young people might be drunk and fucking over there. Well, then most of the town is going to be looking for the place with light and heat. We need to get a move on. What are we doing when we get there? Evaluating the situation. We can't make a plan before we know what's going on. I don't like this at all. No, this is terrible. Everything about this is terrible. Are we going to have to destroy the town to save it? I really hope not, but if it comes down to destroying a town to save the rest of the area, it would not be the first time that Delta Green has done that. I wish we could knock out the electricity at this place before we got there, maybe deter any more people getting there before it gets too much into the evening. Any way we can find a transformer? Software on Skip Mills's computer. That's back the uh, other way. Would we be able to turn off the power remotely with that software? Yes. I mean, we can, but it does mean doubling back. How far back would it be time-wise? How long would it take to get there, do the thing, and get back? Well, and I'm also going to point out that that will take us through the National Guard camp, where people may have questions for us, or at the very least note that we're coming through. We could always send one or two people back to Chip's computer to do that, and the other two towards this party to kind of cut off anything while we get there. I thought we didn't have time for this. 
That's what I'm saying, Ed. We don't have time to do both, I don't think. So we, should, we can send one person back that knows how to do it, the rest of us to this party. Well, I've been in that software, and I think I know how to do it based on what's in there. I don't like splitting up just one. I play too much D&D to be comfortable with splitting the party, but I don't think we have a lot of time. Does anyone else think they could do it besides Rowan? I don't feel. I don't think I could do it. If you gave me the power station, I could blow it up. Wait a second, these things are tropical. Can we just kill power to the entire town? Wouldn't necessarily take out the heat. And there's a lot of people who aren't infected that will get caught in the crossfire of that. There is only one player with computer science as a skill. And I can drive the ATV. I'll go. Taking someone with you? Can the other three of us fit on the other ATV? <laughs> yes. You can fit okay. three adults on, a, on an ATV. It's Possibly tight. more depending on how wild and crazy you want to be. All right, uh, without wasting too much more time, I think that is probably our best course of action is shutting that down to prevent more people from getting there and then the rest of us getting there to assess the situation. And maybe, Rowan, you can meet back up with us as soon as you can. Yeah, I will try to call if I can find any signal, but That's, it's been chancing. Yeah. You shouldn't go alone. You should take one of us. I think all three of you are going to be needed there, and I can move really fast on my own. I'm just going to look at her and grit my teeth. I'm gonna look back at him and say, do I need to make it an order? No, ma'am. All right, let's do this. We do not have time to be wasting arguing over this. Go, boys, move out to the ATV. Are we going out the front door or down to the basement again? We cleared the house. I think out the basement. I don't want to deal with the front door if we don't have to. All right, I'll follow your lead. She made the call, go. So you guys head back down you pass by the woman that has been shot, and um, yeah, you realize that she is not the woman in the pictures. You guys uh, all head out through the, the basement windows. You're back out, and it's cold. You were actually sweating inside, and you didn't even realize it, and as soon as you come out, you're blasted by the cold that makes every little bit of your exposed you freeze. Hair, nose, if there's any kind of five o'clock shadow, that's kind of frozen stiff. Lips, all that kind of stuff. Rooster's just grumbling profanities under his breath. Just, you can't make out what he's saying or what language it's in, but it's grumpy swearing, not happiness. All right, so who's driving what? I am taking the single ATV and getting back to Skip's trailer as quickly as I can with any measure of safety. Also, on the way out there, assuming that, you know, this is actually a liquid, as soon as the stuff on my clothes freezes, I want to, like, start brushing it off and breaking it off of my clothes. Go ahead and both of you attempting to turn on the ATV, give me a luck roll. Oh, oh hell. gosh. 25. 34. Luckily, we're able to get the ATVs started. It takes a little bit of work. They don't kick over right away. You kind of have to rock them. And as you rock them, you can hear inside the fuel tank. You can actually hear frozen fuel against the tank. It's cold out. It's dark. There's not a lot of light pollution, so there's pretty Idaho sky above you. I'll look over at Rooster and say, if you can avoid it, don't turn it off. We might not be able to get it started again. Yeah, well, I'll leave it idling. All right, and I'll jump on mine and say, 
taxi at the house and scoot away as quickly as I can go. As she drives off, I'm going to go under my breath so she can't hear it. We better. So the three of you hop onto the one ATV. It's a little bit hairy and icy at times. Rooster, go ahead and give me a, uh, a drive roll. Ugh, 53 out of 42. You come around a corner a little bit too hard, too fast, and you start to slide and you put the ATV into a snowbank, and it dips a little bit into this guy's yard. I want everybody to roll their dexterity. Oh boy. I'm better at that than driving. Oh, why is... 82 out of 50. Ooh. 23 out of 50. 98 out of 60. River was probably in the middle. Yeah. River, you're able to jump off as it starts to roll. Rooster and Rory, you try to hop off of the ATV as it starts to go, and you're just not able to. It's just too fast, and the ATV rolls on top of both of you. Now, this is not one of the small, little, two-seater banshees. This is one of the larger Polaris utility ATVs. This bad boy is heavy. I want each of you to roll a 1d6. All right. Three. Okay. Two. Okay. Three and two hit points, respectively, as you guys roll over and it crunches you in the wrong way, and it's now stuck on top of you. River... You look over and you see that your friends have pitched over and they're underneath the ATV and the ATV luckily has stopped. It is not running any longer. All right, I'm heading over. You guys hurt? Little bruised, we'll live. Yeah, it sucks. I'm The ATV is on top of them. Yeah, no blood, I don't think. Do you have any leverage? Ow. Okay, does it look like I can tip it over onto its wheels again, or... You can. Go ahead, and like give me, go ahead and give me a strength roll. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Can I help just doing a bench press? Yes, can you help? <laughs> yes, and by doing so, that will grant River an additional plus 20. Yeah, I think you have uh, Rist and I are the two stronger yeah. members of the crew. Well, I rolled a 40, so I didn't even need the plus 20, because I've got a 50. Heave! You roll it off of them, and you actually get it back onto its feet as it lands and bounces just a little bit. Rooster, your your wrist does not feel good. Your right arm. And then, Rory, your shoulder, your right shoulder's not happy. So I'm going to go to Rory first and say, okay, where does it hurt? Well, I think I did something to my shoulder. And can I do, would it be easier for me to do a first aid roll on myself to assess it? Yeah, go ahead. Um, you're not going to get any hit points back, though, from it. Okay, just to make sure I... Can I stabilize it to make it not get worse? Yes. Okay. 50-something out of 80. All right. You're pretty certain it, nothing's broken. It just... You just strained it, but ow, it, your shoulder hurts. Uh, yeah, no more lifting with this arm until I can get that, at least on this trip, I think. Can you shoot left-handed? Uh, if I have to. Good. Get on. Let's go. Let me look at your wrist real quick, Rooster. How bad does it feel? Because I've been seriously injured before. It feels like you twisted or sprained it. We may not know until you until it encounters some, some strong force. I'm good. Let's go. Okay. Hop on. Give me a luck roll. It turned off. 31. Okay. 
Alright, you're able to get it get it started again. I'm gonna mostly use my left hand as much as possible. You know, I mean, I know there's some right hand involved, but I'm gonna try and baby that a bit. Luckily, it's a thumb accelerator and not a not a wrist turn, because that would suck. Trying as much as possible not to let them know that there could be an issue, and dr- keep You're driving. You're not fooling Rory at all. <laughs> it, the thing is, it's not a macho thing, it's a morale thing at this point. And Rooster's betting on the fact that Actually, he before they go, he's going to kind of look at Rory and just kind of give a shut the fuck up kind of look. I mean, Rory's learned at this point that Rooster's stubborn enough that nothing he says is going to change his mind. So he's just going to... Rory's going to have an eye on his Rooster's wrist for the next little while. Go ahead and give me another ATV, another drive roll as you uh, as everybody hops back on and attempts to head over to McFillin building. Please don't crash this time. How funny would that be, though? Hilarious, but also... Oh yeah, it's at negative 10 because your wrist is is bothering you and you can't properly turn right. 39. So, you don't dump it this time, but you do end up getting it stuck. It does get bogged down in the snow. You thought the snow was a little bit uh, more shallow, ended up being a little bit more uh, deeper, and the back tire's just spinning, but you guys aren't pitched off of the ATV. ATV is stuck. How far are we? About halfway, so you got about a mile and a half trek. I thought you said it was like a mile away. I said it was about a mile away, so it's about a half mile away. That's a lot better than a mile and a half. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, How much effort does it look like it's going to take to get this thing out? Though the three of you could probably try to get it out, you know, kind of heave ho and strength it, basically yeet it back onto the road. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that with uh, my shoulder. I don't think I could push it up that high. Um, I think we're probably... My shoulder's fine. Can you use your left shoulder? Uh, yeah, I mean, let's, let's give it a try, and if it's not working, I don't want to waste too much time on this if we have to. So, Rory's not going to give you any bonuses. Uh, River will give you a uh, plus 20, and Ben, you've got a negative 10 because you're wrist right now. So you get a plus 10 your strength roll? 58. Okay. You guys are able to get it back onto the road. It's not shut off, though. Why don't you let me drive? Can you drive this thing? About as well as you can right now. Maybe better. I think his drive is still better than yours. Because if you just have the base, then his is still higher. <laughs> I'm just going to look at him. Just steely eyes and go, get on the back. So you guys drive slower this time. Or does Rooster go all out? No, he's, at this point, he's been trying to drive safely. This time he's taking no chances because he wants to be able to drive back. So you are able to make it to McFillin House. It is a larger home, somewhat classified as a mansion here. It's well over 20,000 square foot. It's a big house. There are pillars in front. There's lights. You see that there's a guy outside taking a leak. Screen wipe over to Rowan. Rowan, you make it back to the trailer. Who has the laptop? Does River still have the laptop in his bag? If I thought of it, I would have handed it off to Rowan. Give me a luck roll. Did you think of it? I mean, I was thinking of it at the time, but I didn't say it. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, good. Because if you failed that, then it probably would have been crushed in your drive. Oh, that... Thanks. 
I would have stuffed the, the laptop down the front of my coat so that it's basically like against my skin so the battery doesn't freeze. So you make it back to the trailer, and uh, there's power here, which is nice, and the trailer does have heat coming out of it. Also nice. I'm going to try to avoid much in the way of attention as I come to the trailer, leave the ATV idling. I don't have to risk that thing turning back off and uh, not turning back on, because no thank you. Uh, And then go into the trailer, assuming that I can avoid everyone. You do. You make it in, no problem. Lock the door behind me pull the laptop out of my coat, take the coat off, and then actually open the door and shake the coat outside to get the last bits of the mustard stuff off of my coat. It's cold. Yeah, well, that's fine. I've counted on it being frozen so that I can get all this shit off of me. Come back in, close the door, lock it, and go straight over for Skip's computer to open that software and see if I can locate the house in question and turn off the power. Go ahead and give me a computer use. Got it. 46 out of 50. It takes you a bit, but you're able to get the Power Grid Monitor program up and running. And you do see parts of the town are lit up on this. It's almost as though it's an overlay of a map. You are able to find the McFillin house. Now, you're not able to take down an individual house. You actually take down uh, effectively a block or a node, but you are able to shut something down. All right. I hate the idea of shutting down people's power if there's people who are still in those buildings, but... You see that there's about six buildings on this node that still have power. There's others on the node that don't have power that aren't showing that they're active. So this will be five plus the one that will be without power. Shake my head a little bit and go through the process of turning off that node. It gives you a a question again. Do you really wish to shut off the node? I'll click the the yes button. Double verification. Do you wish to cancel power to this node? It'd be in a mats. Yes. The green light showing power goes to yellow and then to gray. Trusting that the guys will see what has happened if they are there or see the result of it when they arrive, I'm going to go over to the laptop that I was handed and open it up and see, first off, see if I can get into it. It does open up right away, and you're now looking at a picture of yourself as there is a camera. It's not streaming, but it is currently running. Yeah, I think I jump a little bit when I see that and swear profusely in a couple of languages before reaching out and turning off the camera. And then just because I'm paranoid, I'm going to go and check files to see if there's any recent video recording that just came from me opening it. No, this was not saved. It was just the camera was active. Nothing was actually being saved. You do see that there are quite a few files, like 200 or so files in the last three days. Okay. Uh, Is this a Windows or a Mac? It's a Windows. All right. I'll quickly preview a couple of them, starting from a couple of the early ones in in the last three days and then move into the most recent ones. I have a pretty good idea. I know what I'm going to find, but I'm checking anyway. They are sex-oriented. One of them, you see that the two girls seem to be coming on to an African-American male, fairly young, and he brushes them off at one point and actually runs out of the room and with the audio, he's like, you guys know that I'm not into you, right? That's it for that one. But you see that a lot of the pictures are the two girls engaged in various sex practices. There's a couple of videos of this blonde girl 
creating a statue. She's working quite quickly, quite talented with the you know sculpting tools. There is uh, another picture of a woman coming in and demanding something going on, and uh, the redhead jumps at her. You can see for a brief moment a yellow thing from her mouth go into the other woman's mouth as well. Looks like it was transferred there. You think that that might be the woman that was downstairs in the basement. Okay. One of the things that I realizing that these are all individual video files and all individual moments, for lack of a better term. I'm actually going to grab a pad of paper and pull it over and take notes on any people that I see that aren't the two girls. So the black guy we saw in that, we didn't see him anywhere in the building. And the woman who was downstairs in the basement, is there anyone else that I see in these videos? No, you do not. Not in person. Okay, that's something at least. I'm going to go and check her email, see if there's anything interesting that's come in in the last couple of days. She has subscribed to many sites and a lot of validation emails in the past few days, a lot of porn sites and some that are uh, questionable. Questionable, like there might be a virus on her computer, kind of questionable? Yes, content definitely not secure. She is of the young age that she should probably know more about internet security than say, you know, Gen X or a boomer. She's definitely a a 20 something Gen Zer. So they don't normally make those type of mistakes. All right, I'll note all of that. Keeping just rapid fire mental notes as I'm going through all of this stuff. I'm gonna look through the file history of the computer itself and see what other kinds of files have been created in the last three days. Just those. Just the videos? Yep. There is an alert to pay rent to Pamela. When did that notification come in? On the 5th, yesterday. I wonder if that was the woman we saw downstairs, but that's not important, I guess. So I'll pull out my phone and check to see if I have signal. Give me a luck roll. Uh, 88. I think my phone exploded. You have no signal, and actually your phone won't even power up. Well, there's only so much space to keep these things next to my skin, so it probably is not happy. I'll actually, I'll actually, um, no, I'm not going to leave my phone here. Uh, I'll stick it back in my pocket and be like, if it's ruined, it's ruined, then we'll figure it out. And glance around the room one more time just to make sure I haven't missed anything. Just an automatic quick sweep, don't even really think about it before going back out to the ATV. ATV is still running. Fantastic. And I'm locking the door behind me and get on the ATV and aim for the spot where I was told they were going to be. We're going to screen wipe back to Rory River and Rooster. You guys are looking at the house and you see the lights go out. And then the lights of a building behind it go out as well. And the street light goes out. All right. Sounds like Rowan was successful. Didn't crash, probably. About how long has it been since she left to head towards the base? Fifteen minutes. If we wait for her to get back to us, people could start leaving. I mean, I think we just need to start... If people are going to start leaving, we just need to make sure everyone... We keep track of who we're looking at. If we notice anyone that's obviously infected, maybe detain them somehow, or I don't know. Don't we need to get that woman out of there somehow? What if she's infected a bunch of people already? What if she infects more? We need to take care of her. I'm worried about the rest of them in there. Well, so am I, but I'm worried about keeping them from getting infected, not just dealing with them afterwards. 
The door opens up, and you see three guys and one girl, stark naked, run out and jump into a snowbank. They're laughing. My God, I think I froze my fucking balls off. Uh, polar bears. And they get up and they run back into the house. You see that there is some light coming in from the house and it flickers a little bit, almost as though somebody's starting to light candles. Cappy, what do we do? I think we need to head in and start telling people party's over. We need to start clearing people that aren't infected and get them out of here. How do we know if they're infected? I mean, I feel like those people we just saw may be a little... That's probably a gray area, but I'm sure if anyone's fully clothed that they're probably... The thing goes down their throats, right? Would it leave any marks? I mean, maybe bruises or scratches on the around the mouth, if I'm remembering correctly. Look, I'm, I'm not trying to be trigger-happy here or anything, but if we let anyone out who is infected, we got the whole problem all over again. Well, what the hell are we going to do? Is there anyone outside right now, or no? No, not right now. The guy who was taking a leak went back in? Yeah, he went back in when the others jumped out, and they all have gone back inside the house, too, laughing and giggling and talking about how fucking cold it is. And then you heard somebody say something about Alaska and how this shit isn't cold and that they should nut up. Captain? I th- so, I think what we need to do is we need to go in there, be the... The lights come back up on the house. Shit. What about the rest of the area? Just this house. And it sounds like a motor... Uh, nope, that's definitely a generator. And you hear music. Okay. I think we need to be the government bad guys and get this shut down. Look, it can only affect, infect one person at a time. And everybody else, if they see it, they're going to be freaking out. So maybe we need to find that woman and find out who she's been alone with. Start contact tracing if we can. Yeah, I think if there's crowds, we need to get them out of here. But they're not going to want to go if the generator is still going. But whatever we do, we need to start doing it fast. Well, maybe the generator will run out of fuel. Looks at Rooster. Find me the generator, I'll make sure it runs out of fuel. Just follow the sound, I guess. I will start heading for the generator that obviously sounds like it's outside. You start to creep around the outside. Is anybody else going with Rooster? I'll follow him. If River's going with him, I'll we'll stick together. The three of you creep around the outside of the house, generally to the right, because that's the closest side to where you're at. Behind the home, you see a good-size generator that's hooked up, and it's spewing some smoke into the air, and it's running, and there is a very large tank here, fuel tank. Is there a pipe that connects the tank to the generator? Yes. Is there a way to disconnect and or sabotage it so it looks like something that happened naturally, but also isn't an easy fix? Yes. I sense a butt coming. If somebody looks into it, they will know that it's been sabotaged. But a heavy machine, uh, heavy machinery roll would uh, give us the opportunity to figure that out. Well, I haven't rolled that before, so let's see how badly I do. <coughs> Holy shit! Success. Eleven out of thirty. Oh, you actually have right. still in heavy weapon or heavy machinery. Oh no, I've got sixty in heavy weapons. I've got thirty in heavy machinery. <laughs> Congratulations. You're able to uh, sabotage it. As you get closer to the house, you're able to get it to disconnect and make it seem as though that it was, you know, maybe something faulty, maybe something that they missed between that and the generator itself. And 
A few moments later, the generator stops. And you hear inside the house, No! Shit! And the door that's not too far away, you hear it begin to open. I think I would have been hanging back, not directly next to the generator, and probably just kind of wave Brister back, if he hadn't already gotten out of there. Am I still by the generator? You tell me. I would have left as soon as I was done. You backed out to a far enough position away. You see a guy and a gal come out. They're dressed in basketball shorts, mittens, and Uggs, and a coat both head over, and they start looking at it. He's fiddling with something, and uh, she's checking over everything as well. Let's see if they can fix it. Ah, nine. I had an 11. Yeah, no, you. it was fantastic. It takes them a while, but she's like, oh, I got it. I know how to fix this shit. You go back inside. I, I'll take care of it. And she starts to work putting it together again. Cappy, I can take her out non-lethally, but it's really fucking cold out here. We're not leaving anyone outside. How difficult would it be to re-sabotage it afterwards? Hey, Handler, how difficult would it be to re-sabotage it afterwards? I'll give you a plus 20 on your heavy machinery check. I can do it again. While they're having this debate, I'm just going to get up and start walking over and say, Excuse me, ma'am. FEMA, we're doing a safety check. And she looks over. Oh, good. I just got this going. She pushes the button and it kicks on. And uh, the lights come back up and it starts making the generator noise again. She's like, oh, uh, you want to come inside? It's fucking cold out. Yes, it is. Um, You having a party here? Uh, How many people are present? Uh, We got a few. She looks you up and down. Uh, Somebody might be in you. Come on. Sorry. You don't have to apologize. Lesbians fix shit. We're not into dudes. And she opens up the door and walks in and she waves for you to come in. I need to wait here for the rest of my crew to show up. You see that she's got a mug, and there's steam coming off from the mug, and she takes a sip. All right, just come on in when you guys are whenever you guys get here. Is everybody okay in there? Yeah. Nobody's acting unusual or anything. No. Well, we'll be in touch. Okay. Are you sure you're gonna stay outside? It's cold. We'll become prepared for that. Okay. She closes the door, and you hear it lock. Is he the only one she saw? Yes. As he comes back, I'm going to go, How the fuck are you the one who got invited to the orgy? By a lesbian. She said there's others there who'd be into you. Yeah, I think they would be into pretty much anything. Exactly. I look at Rory. Okay, can we blow this place up yet? We're not blowing anything up. What we're going to do is we're going to sabotage the generator. River, I think maybe we go inside and try to get people out once the generator goes down. The door opens up again, and three larger guys come out dressed in lumberjack red and black. Hey, buddy! Well, Sherlock, they said there might be someone into you. Go work your magic. Yeah, um, okay if I come in? They start walking forward. Yeah, you're from FEMA, right? Yeah, my name's Brandy Buck. So, you got any ID? Because you're not from around here. Yeah, it's under like five layers of clothes, but I can get it out. That's cool. We could wait. So you folks having a little party, huh? Yep. And I'm kind of unzipping the minimum amount and kind of reaching in and... Guy looks at it, and one of the other one pulls out a uh, small tactical flashlight, flashes at it. Oh, no shit. He is female. All right, hey, Mr. Brandybuck, you want a hot toddy? Come on. You know, I think maybe I do. 
Alright. They open up the door. I mean, we gotta be nice, because we can't let anybody stay outside, because it's too fucking cold out. But yeah, we're having a good time. We're having a party. Uh, we got some food. Food and, and drink, and it's all good. Yeah, um, it's like you got half the town here. Nah. Yeah, at least most of the people that, that graduated high school, uh, you know, under the age of 30. And there's music bumping and playing throughout the house. Somebody's playing a guitar. And there's a large kitchen and a lot of people are gathered around. You see that there's a multitude of solo cups of various colors. Well, I am going to grab a hot drink and kind of mingle a little and try to spot somebody I recognize. Okay. Because I don't know what the hell else to do. That's fine. I just look at Rory and go, how the fuck is Sherlock the one who got invited to the orgy? I think it's more... There's a person outside. Let's get them inside. It's cold out. I don't think necessarily. Not to say, I'm sure there's people that could that are into River in there. There's a lot of people around. Well, I mean, I don't know who would be into River in the first place, but still. River, go ahead and give me a U-Mint roll. Okay. Eleven. Eleven? So inside here, it's very hot, so you'll have to, you know, unzip or whatnot. A couple people kind of, kind of gather around you and... They're nice folks. They seem to be taken by you. Like, they're like, all right, you're 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 really cool. You know, even though you're making that dreaded small talk and maybe cracking bad jokes and they're cracking bad jokes with you, they have a very positive feeling about you. And then you see out of the corner of your eye running up the stairs, you see a guy in boxer briefs being chased by a good looking redheaded woman. The girl you're looking for is blonde, but she is also scantily dressed. It seems like there is more fun times going on upstairs. Yeah, well, um, you know, it'd be a big help to us if we had a uh, list of uh, who's here at the party. Make sure that we know who's safe. We all checked in on the on the Facebook event. I mean, that's how everybody got here. And uh, a couple people put it up on uh, TikTok and a couple people put well, it through Twitter wait, as well. Wait, is that a public event? I can just check there. Uh, kind of. You got Facebook? I don't know. It's been pretty iffy today. Oh, we should be uh, we should be able to get you in. Give me a luck roll. Yeah, 55. Your phone's dead. Oh, shit. Well, I guess this phone went out in the cold too long. Yeah, uh, probably. Stuff doesn't like being out in the cold like this. Too crazy. Mm, who does? Yeah, there's a lot of folks here, man. I wouldn't... Don't sweat it. We're not going to necessarily keep track. But I could reassure you, everybody is of age to consume alcohol that is consuming alcohol. Yeah, I'm not really all that concerned about that, you know? Guy smiled. Of course you're not. You're cool. Screen wipe to the guys outside. He's been in there for a few minutes. It's cold out here. All right, Rooster, I think that's now's your chance. I think we got to get that sabotaged and get, get an excuse to get people out of here. Yes, sir. And I'm going to go try and sabotage the thing again. Alright. You said plus 20, right? Plus 20. 37 out of 50 with the plus 20. Excellent. Again, it shuts down. River, you're inside and the lights go down again. The, the Some of the music stops except for the guy playing on the guitar. And then he pauses for a moment. Oh, shit. But it's still well lit in here. And they've got candles. And you hear somebody say, ah, fuck it. We're good without it for now. I'm not going back out there. It's too goddamn cold. I'm going to freeze my tits off. I think I would like to uh, make my way upstairs. You pansies won't know shit. You guys wouldn't be able to survive in Fairbanks. So you work your way upstairs. 
and you see quite a few rooms up here. Most of the doors are closed. One of the doors opens, and you see a blonde, dressed in nothing, walk out, look at you, put her hand on her hip and kick her hip out, regards you in a way. She smiles, licks her lips, opens up a door, and heads in across the way. She left one room, went to another. Does she look familiar? She does. She's the girl from the other house. Well, shit. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislavski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 3 is based on the scenario Lover in the Ice by Caleb Stokes. If you like our story, there are many ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Agent Josephine, Kit Thompson, Ben Warner, Danny, and the entity some have called George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue, creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe.